Back in 2009, the National RCMP Change Management Project provided a 168-page review of the culture, structure, and workplace climate of the RCMP. The review offered dozens of recommendations, none of which were followed up on. This is a piece from uh, an article at theconversation.com entitled, Brenda Lucky's Retirement Will Not Fix the RCMP's Structural Problems. The author of the piece is our next guest. Eli Sopo, Associate Professor in the MBA Faculty of Leadership and People Management at University Canada West. Eli, good morning. Welcome. Uh, good morning, Sterling, and great to talk to you again after all these uh, uh, decades. Well, it has <laughs> been a very long time. It's uh, back in your Vancouver Sundays when you used to be uh-huh. on the Rafe Mayer Show regularly here on CKNW. Oh, long time ago. It okay, is indeed. Yeah. Well, good to have you back with us. And uh, let's talk about now, Brenda Lucky, the uh, current commissioner of the RCMP, is leaving uh, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, interesting timing on this, a week or two in advance of the final report coming out of Nova Scotia, which I suspect, Eli, is going to find the current commissioner commissioner, well, somewhat uh, derelict in her duties. Uh, Can we talk about the structure of the RCMP? Because you see it as as a divided house, because there's the policing culture and the bureaucratic culture. And you see also the RCMP as essentially a ministry of the federal government. That's a lot to chew on on a Sunday morning, Eli. Way you go. Yeah, it sure is. Well, I was with the RCMP before I retired uh, for 20 years as director of, uh, of research and analysis, both here in BC, but then nationally as well. And there's been a succession of, uh, of reports looking into what we call the culture of the RCMP and how it's structured. Over and over again, these reports actually come out with recommendations when nothing is ever done. Right. Here's the problem with it. It's a very, it's the most complicated police structure actually in the world. That's well recognized. And because what we have here uh, is a federal policing service, which looks after the big stuff like organized crime, uh, money laundering, terrorism, all that kind of stuff. Those people work at a federal level right across the country and internationally. Mm-hmm. Then we have what's called contract policing, where provinces can uh, set up a contract with Ottawa to provide RCMP services. Well, that gets even more complicated because under that, <laughs> the way it works is that if you're a city over 15,000 population, the feds will put in 10%. If you're between 5,000 and 15, well, they'll they'll help help you out with 30%. Now, not to make it too complicated here, but to put it this way, what happens is that it is run centrally in many ways from Ottawa. This is the problem where local municipalities, uh, well, Surrey's going through something like this. Yes, they really are. say they don't have enough control over the way the RCMP is run and structured, and they don't. They really don't. Uh, the fact is the, uh, our, the, uh, the commander for all of British Columbia reports to Brenda, the commissioner, Brenda Lucky, right now. But she reports to the uh, minister, the uh, public safety minister in, Blair, uh, yeah. in parliament, in, in, and he reports to the prime minister. So we get this complicated structure where it's, it's trying to be all things to all people. And every hardworking woman and man of the RCMP who I know out there on the streets and, and working their butts off, they'll be the first to admit that, that they think it's a one big bureaucratic structure. You can't run a police service like you run the junior ministry of the federal government. And that's what they're doing. And that's what they're doing. And it creates problems. Where? Problems with equipment, problems with getting anything from boots to to weapons and guns and everything else that has to be centralized out of Ottawa. So, and this is it. And there's been a lot of uh, discussion from a lot of people saying it's time for this thing to either completely restructure itself 
or the provinces to take over policing, much like Ontario and Quebec. Right. So, uh, and, and I, you mentioned Surrey, and I suppose the, the big question is, for those who are proponents of keeping the RCMP in Surrey, I suppose uh, uh, convenience being a factor, they're already there, so why mess with success it would be the ethic at play there, Eli. But they're also relinquishing a certain degree of control of their own city police, aren't they? Well, they're relinquishing a great deal of control. Say a city like, uh, well, Vancouver, uh, New Westminster, um, a few other couple places, Abbotsford, that, that have their own municipal police service. Well, yes, the taxpayers pay for all that. That's, that's okay. But, well, maybe not. But anyway, the, what, it's run by the local community, by the city council, which then uh, also has a police board. On the police board, there's representatives from the city and other people. Not Ottawa. Ottawa doesn't put its fingers into any of that stuff. Right. Yeah. So what, what the problem is, I think, with, with Surrey, I, I don't want to get into that too much, but it's a really a political issue far more than really a public safety issue, I believe. I agree. And, uh, and let's talk about the structural problems, because unfortunately, for decades, the structural problems within the RCMP have been handled not by the RCMP as much as by politicians, which is why not much has changed. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, this is it. I mean, one of the things that uh, I was on the National Change Management Committee for the RCMP for two years when we tried to look at this whole darn thing across the country. And one of the many suggestions was have the if you want to have the RCMP, have the commissioner, the head of the RCMP report to parliament, at least to parliament, like the uh, auditor general does in Canada. The auditor general hands off looks at how the government spends its money and reports to a committee of parliament. Well, here we have the head of the RCMP police service reporting to a minister who reports to the prime minister and cabinet. Uh, And that creates all kinds of political problems, everything from harassment complaints to how uh, uh, RCMP are are structured and and how you have uh, members delivered in different areas. Eli, I've only got a minute left, and I need to talk about culture, particularly the culture of secrecy. Yes, well, the culture is a problem because, interestingly enough, the the report that was done a couple of years ago was about culture and back in 2009. It's a culture not so much about secrecy, but really about a lack of accountability. You could have uh, a culture is how we do things and what do we believe in and how we treat people. Well, you can have the best rules in the world, but if you don't hold people accountable for the rules and if you don't have good leadership and trained leadership – then it all falls apart. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with the RCMP. Interesting stuff. Eli, great to have you on the program. It's been forever. And let's not, <laughs> let's not let another couple of decades slide by before we do this again. It was a very productive conversation. I appreciate your enthusiasm and commitment to the problem. Thanks so much. Thanks, Sterling, and stay warm today.